0: Well, first of all, uh, I've actually seen After Yang a couple of times, uh, the past couple of days in preparation for this, and it is, it's such a beautiful movie. It, it really, it, it really captured me in the way it uses, it talks about humanity, the way it explores humanity through, uh, artificial intelligence, and I, I, I think it's, it's, it's already an early highlight for me for the year, so, uh, First of all, I wanted to say that before we start off. Great, I'm so glad. You know, we made the
1: movie, we, we made the movie three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so nice that people are finally getting to see it.
0: What was it that first drew you to uh, working on After Yang?
1: Well, I was really moved by the script when I read it, and that's kind of always the starting place for me when choosing a project. Um, you know, it was one of those scripts that I read that I could really visualize Um, You know, some are kind of more immersive than others. Um, And then I met with Koganada and we just, we really connected and we really hit it off. You know, know, he's a very quiet and thoughtful and kind of existential person and had a very clear vision for the movie. Um, And uh, I was just, after meeting him and talking about how we imagined the world, um, I was hooked and hoping, uh, very much hoping that he would pick me, and he did.
0: I, had you seen his uh, previous film, Columbus, before that?
1: Yes, they have. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, a beautiful movie. I mean, yeah. you know, Kay is such an aesthete, and he understands architecture, and he loves space. And for a production designer, um, that's a real dream because you know, the it, 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 you know, every product is different, but it, you know, on some projects the world falls more into the background, but in this case, he wanted to really showcase it, and so um, that I knew that that would be uh, very rewarding.
0: The film basically takes care. Takes, it's, it's, it's a human story at first, but it's also essentially a science fiction story because it's dealing with artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. It's dealing with a futuristic world. But one of the things that I really appreciate about this film is that it is very subtle in the way it mm-hmm. designs that futuristic world. Were there any films that you uh, took inspiration from in designing the film?
1: We know what's interesting about that is that, you know, typically we um, we do watch a lot of movies together and share reference films when starting any project. But for this one specifically, um, because we wanted a future that was our own and that felt um, very, um, grounded and real and warm and textural um i actually chose to not watch any science fiction movies at all because they kind of didn't i didn't want this idea of the future from other places to kind of bleed into my design process because you know what's interesting about the future is that doesn't really exist Mm -hmm. but somehow we have this shared uh we have we have this shared understanding of what the future looks like from you know movies like blade runner all all these uh, incredible movies and um this was going to be something different so actually what we looked at, um, you know, we did look kind of stylistically in terms of the way that the way we wanted to shoot and kind of capture the images at a lot of Ozu films, mm. um, because that's a reference for uh, Kogunata. Um And I know that he and, the, and um, our cinematographer, Ben Loeb, watched some things together, but in terms of the design, it was kind of really important to keep that separate. And so um, we actually looked at a lot of um, art and design, Theater, um, and we actually did a lot of reading for the project.
0: Okay, that actually ties in nicely to my next question, which is, um, at what point in the production? Because I would imagine, because of because of lighting, because of the way the cinematographer and the director are going to shoot the production, you production design really has to have a very collaborative process at with the cinematographer at what point in the production this is in general not necessarily specific to this one do you start that collaboration with the cinematographer
1: as soon as they start and i say they start because typically um i um start a project often many months before the cinematographer comes on because there's so much uh, world building and pre-production that has to happen for us in terms of conceptualizing um, uh, what the environments are going to be. But as soon as the um, cinematographer is hired and that's early in the process or late, like Ben came on quite late, um, it starts right away. And, you know, what I will say is that working with Ben was really wonderful. Like we were so... Uh, we worked so closely together and we made sure, because it's going to be like, you have to kind of make sure that, you know, production design, cinematography, and costumes are all in sync in order for the world to feel cohesive. Mm -hmm. And um, that started very early on, like the first day he got there.
0: (laughs) One of the things I did notice watching the film, especially the second time, was that there Emphasis, or there's an emphasis on yellow hues and green hues throughout the film. Mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering where that came from, if you could elucidate on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean so you know a lot of the um, a lot of the thinking around the kind of the time period. Was based around um, this sort of timeless future, but what we did know, you know, for us in designing the world, that we knew that we wanted our uh, the the Yang world to be um, living in a post-apocalyptic present. So humanity had gone through some; there had been a huge cataclysm, and so now humans are starting to rebuild and are kind of working. uh, with nature and along and embracing the earth as opposed to working against it. And so it, that is where a lot of our, uh, a lot of the um, the plant life and greenery came from. So, you know, humans have engineered ways to get power from plants, you know, so on and so forth. And so a lot of the green comes in from this kind of ever present natural world. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the yellows, um, you know, because we didn't want to kind of stark uh dystopian clean crisp future we wanted a future that felt very human and warm we wanted it to feel kind of inviting and cozy and uh relatable that's where all of the warm light and color palettes came in
0: mm-hmm. um were there any particular uh, challenges that you ran up against when it came to building this world for the film
1: we knew we were working with a very limited budget, um, so that's always a challenge, um, but on a movie that's set in the future where you, you can't just go to the future store and buy all the future things, um, it is difficult because everything has to be manufactured for the most part. Um, I would say that um, the house uh, that we shot in, um, the Fleming House, in the, uh, was actually a location that we found. It's a, very specific Eichler house, which kind of lends itself, the, and the natural architecture lends itself to the type of framing that Kogunata and and Ben were looking for. Um, but we uh, had to completely renovate the house. I mean, it was a it was a shell, and we redid everything from the roof. Uh, to the floor as we planted the trees. We did. We took down walls. I mean, the house is almost unrecognizable. So I would say, you know, a challenge was embarking on a full-on home renovation, but on a film production. And you know, we and, and you know, and it's it's kind of interesting when you know, it, like in the movies, we do things so quickly, and everybody knows what our pace is. But when you're dealing with engineering with the town, because you're completely changing the structure of the building, there's this kind of. Um, uh, tension between the movie world and the real world. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can imagine. What was how how long of a process was that from the time that you found the house that you were going to use to the time that we you started shooting?
1: I think it was probably about. Let's see, um, it was about this time three years ago that I was hired and then I think we started shooting, I think it was in April or May and, and the house was at the end of our schedule, So it was three to, three to four months. It was, a, it was a very long build because I had a big design process um, and I worked very closely with Kay to figure out what the house would look like and then we had our build and then you know um, started shooting and we shot at the end of our schedule.
0: Uh, was it mainly because of the uh, nature of the story that the production design basically took on more of an Asian feel to it in terms of the, the looks of it, the types of uh, furniture, the types of uh, just the, the, the way that um, some of the furniture looks, the way some of the designs in the uh, house look
1: know, what was really important to, to us was, you know, in this post-apocalyptic world, we kind of wanted um, a kind of timeless and borderless environment. And so, um, you know, where, you know, culture is more fluid. So, you know, for those who are paying attention, you can see that any of the products that they're using, there's from multiple languages printed on all the packaging. Uh, the cost is very diverse. Um, and, I, and I think there is a lot of Asian influence because I, I feel like that it lends itself to a lot of Pope's uh, personal sensibilities and the, and the film references that he likes. But actually we have a lot of um, Scandinavian references, you know, the kind of, you know, Danish um, Huga. Uh, sensibility is something that we really employed. And we use a lot of um, local artists, like local to New York, we were shooting and artisans um, to make textiles and use their pottery and things like that. So we have, we wanted to feel kind of eclectic and like of, of the world as opposed to of a specific place.
0: Okay. Were there any specific choices that you made throughout the process of designing the film that you're especially proud of, whether it was a, a A solution to an issue that you guys came up against when making the film, or just Because one of the things i you know i I do love how subtle the design is, and like you look at the uh the bowl that the fish is in that Colin Farrell's <laughs> character gets uh mika um mm-hmm. you know it's it's you know it's still a fish bowl, but at the same time it's you know got a you know, it's got a handle over, so <laughs> it's very easy to, uh, and that that strikes me as something that's a little bit more out of the ordinary than what we would normally expect or what we're new, normally used to in that type of scenario. So is there anything that, uh, any, any type of thing like that or just anything in general that you're particularly proud of when it came to this film?
1: You know, what I'll say is that it was a really huge uh, undertaking for my department, and so everything from the fishbowl to um, the milk packaging was all custom designed and made, and so I'm really happy that um, they're getting their time on screen and people are noticing. Um, You know, we set ourselves the challenge of, um, you know, given that we're kind of... uh, living in a world that has a symbiosis with nature, that were, um, our mandate was to not use plastic. Mm -hmm. And that's actually really difficult. And that's really difficult and where possible to use, um, renewable materials. And so everything, we didn't use any plastic in the movie at all, um, because it's not a renewable material. And we used, um, and we designed a lot of, uh, Using a lot of salvaged woods because that's what would have made sense for the world. And we used a lot of copper. Um, That maybe plays into some of the warmth that you see because um, copper is an endlessly um, renewable resource. So I'm kind of proud that, you know, in our design practices behind the camera, um, we were kind of, you know, with our design practices behind the camera, we were able to kind of fill out the world in a way that made sense. And so that I'm kind of proud of. You know, we also built this self-driving car. The auto car that um, Colin Farrell was traveling in, traveling in was a build. And we ended up, we, we designed a, a really big car. And then there was a fiasco at the last minute where the, um, the, the shell, because it, it was supposed to have a glass roof, didn't arrive in time. And so we had to scramble. And Kogunada and I went out to New Jersey to find, he found online um, an importer of Japanese cars. And we went out there and we found, um, uh, a car that was uh, manufactured only from 1987 to 1993 in Japan that happened to be here that had a shell that we could use, um, and then we ended up ripping out all the interior and skinning the exterior and um, treating the gloss to kind of make it a self-driving car.
0: Okay, is there a, is there a uh, difference in the approach of a uh, production designer between doing something that essentially takes place in the real world versus something like after yang which is supposed to take place in the futuristic world other than the futuristic elements of the world building
1: um i, well, I think the approach to design is the, the, you know, the design approach is similar the way you address a text And, um, you know, the research process, the ideation, I think that's pretty similar, because everything is, you know, the design is always in service of the story and and building the character. Uh, So I don't know, Um, you know, the challenge of designing something in the future, really about the time period and about, you know, everybody coming to a shared understanding of what that is, since, you know, it doesn't exist.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And like I said, it was a beautiful movie. I absolutely loved it. And uh, the production design is such an important part of the movie that uh, I'm really grateful I was able to talk to you about.
1: Thanks so much. It's one, it's one of um, my favorite design projects, and I feel very attached to the film, and so I'm so uh, happy that it's getting... Love it. It deserves... <laughs>